0: This is the Proud American Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny Joey Jones. This time of year is pretty special for me. Growing up modestly with not much material things, I see now how hard my parents worked to make the holiday season feel special. Presents were only kind of one part of Christmas in our house. It was the food and the time with family and just an opportunity to appreciate the good life we had that really made the season come to life for us. My guests today have used their creativity to bring a little extra Christmas spirit to families all over the country with their friend Scout. Or as you may know him, the Elf on the Shelf. Founders and co-CEOs, Shanda Bell and Krista Pitts, join us today to help spread a little Christmas cheer. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us. us. Yeah.
0: So I, you know, as a dad and a fan of the holiday season, first, let me say thank you for bringing some creativity to this tradition because I probably don't have it. Um, You know, we put up several Christmas trees and we do presents, but to have something like this to share with the kids, it really has been a blessing. So just to start off, thank you as a parent who's grateful.
1: Well, thank you. You know, it's funny because a lot of times we get two things. We get, oh, my gosh, I love Elf on the Shelf. And then that quickly followed by, I hate you. <laughs> we, we appreciate the kind words. <laughs> well,
0: well, we'll get into some more of this. And and I don't know. I'm pretty positive about it. I think it's fun. And uh, and I think the best way to kind of introduce the audience to what we're talking about, not that I don't think they already know, is just kind of, you know, how did how did this effort or this idea come to life? How did you guys come up with this and bring it to the world?
1: Well, Sheila, do you want to start with that one sure I'm I'm happy to so um, it, it's it, there's I guess a couple phases in how this all came to be but it originally started with um, an elf that my mom uh, had visit her when she was a little girl and um, when she had children of her own her elf came with her uh, Fizby is what we ended up naming our elf and so Chris and I and my younger brother uh, grew up with this tradition we grew up with, An elf from Santa Claus, uh, who we were told was watching and listening and would report back to Santa every night. But in the morning before we woke up, uh, the elf would fly back from the North Pole and land in a different spot in the house. And so we grew up with this tradition and we know how special it is for children. Uh, Finding the elf is so much fun. Um, And just really having that opportunity to have, you know, a friend from the North Pole, straight from Santa Claus, you know, it just, it taps into all the wonder of the holidays as well as your creativity. And then um, when I grew up and had a son of my own, um, I looked at mom one day and I just said, hey mom, you know, what if we write a story about our elf? We of course had to reach out to Santa Claus and get permission because he was going to have to send all the elves, right? And so Um, that's what we did. We sat down and we started crafting a story based on our own family tradition and, um, you know, with no experience and no money. And (laughs) there's really no good reason why we ended up uh, (laughs) where we did, um, but really just had this love for this tradition. And um, we're willing to take sort of the risks, um, you know, to your point, the things that make America great, the opportunity that we have Um, to start a business um, to share our elf tradition with the world so uh, in 2005 we launched the box set it's always come with an elf and a little book that explains the tradition and how it works so that's that's our little uh, speech in a nutshell
0: (laughs) no that's perfect and uh know, I love the fact that this is a family affair for you guys and it's just you brought something that's so intimate to your family and now you're sharing it with every family, and I think that um, that shows a lot. It shows a lot of selflessness, and uh, I don't know most people would kind of have that that foresight to say, "Hey, maybe this this little thing that we do is something a lot of people could benefit from." And so, how did Scout come to be?
1: Well, this is Krista. I I would say that you know once the ideation took form, right? That Shanda and mom were going to write a story that really was about sharing our family tradition with other people. It was then more about, okay, (laughs) there's a good idea. What do we do with it? (laughs) And uh, we know how much we loved it. We knew how much it had been a magical part of our childhood. And ultimately, one of our biggest memories of the christmas season and Ashanda will tell you as well that when we got to college that's when we found out that other people did not have an elf of their very own that worked as their liaison for santa claus it was <laughs> it was it was like what do you mean how how does this how does this not happen for everyone and so uh we did take that next step in doing some research and figuring out how we could move outside of just our little story on paper. Shanda primarily was the driver in putting together a formal proposal that was sent out to agents. And we did get an agent, surprisingly, a, a very good friend of ours to this day, who instantly saw the magic of what we were trying to do and took took it out, shopped it around. Everyone turned us down. Everyone. Big publishers, small publishers, Uh, We ultimately got a letter that told us it was damaged. It was destined for the damaged goods bin. (laughs) So um, it was clear that the traditional publishing industry just didn't understand it. There wasn't anything like it. It certainly didn't fit any of the boxes. You know, it wasn't written by a celebrity, it wasn't uh, rubber stamped by some famous publisher. It just, didn't fit any traditional mold, which I think is something that led to ultimately our success. And so that's when we decided to to self-publish.
0: No, and I I love that. You know, without going into detail, uh, some of my greatest successes have come on the heels of someone telling me I either couldn't or it's not going to work or I should give up or I should just be thankful for what I had. And, um, you know, I think there's something that's very proud American about saying no, no. I believe in this and I'm going to make it happen. Um, Uh And that's, you know, that's an inspiring story. And um, so now you're this brand. uh, I think I love the fact that you're a Georgia based company because I'm a Georgia guy and I usually Mm -hmm. rattle off things like Home Depot and Coca-Cola. And now I can add Elf on the Shelf uh, to the, to the list of things that Georgia provides the world and can be proud of. Do you think you bring an element of kind of Southern hospitality and culture to this?
1: Yeah. I don't know what Krista's answer would be, but I definitely um, think that this is a hundred percent like, you know, the Southern charm, right? So <laughs> Krista has always said people buy from people they like. And so I think there is a, you know, hopefully a, a likability, but I think even more than that, just an authenticness about the tradition and people understand that this was our family tradition. And, you know, we have mom's letter on the back of the box set and um, you know, so I think there's definitely something about this, especially when we got started. Uh, we definitely found got our start uh, in the south and would travel around the little, you know, markets and shows, uh, really selling these out of the back of our car and, and talking to anyone who would listen. But because uh, we had some debt to pay off, <laughs> <and> <laughs> we didn't want to go to jails, debtors' prison. So, um, you know, I, I definitely think there's an element of that. Um, but just by and large. You know, the tradition was just universal um, and it was something simple that everyone in the family could participate in. It wasn't high tech. It wasn't difficult. So all ages, um, I think, is what you know makes it makes it special.
0: No, I, yeah, I have an 11 year old little boy and a year and a half old little girl. And oh. there's something here for both of them. And um, and, you know, she sits in my lap and makes me read every book on the shelf, even though it's all just mumble jumble to her. <laughs> um, she knows so I can't wait till she's reading the books back to me. So she, she has that bug that I didn't really have myself growing up, I guess. Um, is this uh, you know, and you probably get asked this a lot and I'm just asking out of curiosity, it, is your brand and company uh, uh, exclusive to the Christmas tradition?
1: So one of the things that really helps set us apart is that um, while many people know us by our iconic and Hallmark brand, the Elf on the Shelf, yeah. the company itself is actually the Lumistella company. And we yes. just rebranded it, in fact, because it it's far more representative of all of our brands. So we have the Elf on the Shelf, but we also have Elf Pets Um, In that line, there is a reindeer, there is a fox, and there is a St. Bernard, and they all live within the lore of Santa's North Pole. And then we also have an additional brand called Elf Mates. And each of them have some role to play in the North Pole as a whole. And for the Lumistella company, our entire vision is based around owning and telling the stories of Santa's North Pole. And we do that in a wide variety of ways, whether it be through experiences or how many people have come to know us through our consumer products, or even through some of our entertainment-based content. That's really what the company itself represents. So it's a much bigger North Pole. It's a much bigger holistic (laughs) Experience. You know, our entire goal is to create joyful family moments. Yeah, we laughed as we thought about that because people have family moments that aren't that joyful. So we decided we needed <laughs> to add a little joy to the season. But that's really what we we strive for. You know, to tell those stories. So to go back to your original question, yes. We're very much focused on Christmas. Everyone that works for us works for Santa Claus, and <laughs> that spirit and that magic that allows us and really empowers us and, and and drives us to do what we do all year round.
0: I love that, and, and you know, it's something that um, I think this year probably more than than many is it's you know it's a great opportunity to look for smiles and joy. And you know, I started this podcast saying for me, Christmas was always about a chance and my parents were really good at this of stopping and just appreciating like, hey, we have each other and we can sit around the table and and we would play board games and and just kind of make fun of each other or just enjoy our time together. My dad was a workaholic, but he made sure to take time off around Christmas. And uh and so it does mean something special. It goes beyond any specific, you know, idea or belief. And it's just an opportunity, you know, in this country, at least to be thankful because we are, we're pretty, we're doing pretty good. Even when when the stock markets go up and down and and things attack us from viruses to, you know, being a high school kid on 9-11, you know, even when Christmas rolls around, I lost my dad last Thanksgiving. Uh, but when Christmas rolled around, it was time to be thankful and, and be happy. And I think you all are a big part of that for a lot of families now.
1: Thank, well, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I think it's something we, we take a lot of, of pride in and so do, so does our employee base. You know, we have about 70 people who all work for Santa Claus year round. And, you know, I think that's a driver for us, right. Is that we know we're creating these joyful family moments and, and people tell us about it. And, um, you know, we've seen elves, you know, attend funerals. We've seen, um, you know, special needs children call the office on a regular basis, you know, to talk to their elf or talk to Santa Claus or the North Pole. And so, um, you know, to have the chance to be part of, you know, the, the magic of what is Christmas. And to your point, it, it's bigger, right? Because it's it's a season where you do hope that you're stopping to be thankful. But even more than that, you know, you. My, our dad was a workaholic too. But yes, Christmas was a very big deal in our house. And I think we have a lot in common because I heard you mentioned, you know, you didn't grow up with a lot and we didn't either. And my parents would save year round to make Christmas something just really special and unique. But it was also just about the tradition um, and, the, and the baking and the meals together. And, um, you know, even decorating the tree together. Um, And so those are the kind of things that we are excited that we get to be a part of, you know, through our consumer product line, for example, we launched an advent calendar this year. So, you know, just a really fun way for families to spend time together or through our animation. We have our our elf pets line is now on Netflix and we have um, specials on Turner and TBS and Um, An elf story is pretty popular and, you know, but it's our goal or our hope that it's not just on in the background, but that the family popped some popcorn and had some hot cocoa and sat down and watched it together. So um, we appreciate everything that you have to say, but we really hope uh, beyond hope that we are bringing those moments um, that are intangible to people and to your part, you know, to your point, especially during uh, this Christmas season and this year, where I think a lot of people are looking for some hope and some joy.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, you're, you're, like you said, the company's much bigger and North Pole is much bigger than Scout. But Scout's what I'd think of because that's, you know, it's just like the iconic part of what you do. What, what do you think it is that kids, um, learn from Scout? And, and how, does, how is that interaction helpful for kids? And, and kind of how does that become a, a big part of their Christmas tradition?
1: So I have to ask, Is what is your Elf on the Shelf's name? Is it Scout?
0: Yeah, I'm a little bit... Hey, um, you know? Awesome. Little bit. I love it. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Krista, did you want to, to jump in on that one? Uh, yeah, sure. I, you know, I think the thing that resonates with families. I I think it's twofold. First and foremost, Shanda has mentioned it, and I know our mom has mentioned it on many occasions, but the elf on the shelf and, and the elf pets traditions are all things that you can do in your home with your family. And you don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the wealthiest. You don't have to be the most athletic. You don't have to be any superlative in order to participate. It's children of all ages, whether you're young truly or you're the young at heart and you just want to remember those things that are good and wholesome and magical about the Christmas season. You know, we have people that don't even celebrate Christmas per se that engage in the traditions that we offer. And I I think it resonates because it's not a fad, It's evergreen. It's something that you can enjoy and your grandchildren one day can enjoy. It's something that you can have grown up with and then take with you to college. So it transcends many of the things that would put someone or something or some moment in a box. It's just a much bigger, happy tradition. And that's the beautiful thing about a tradition. People make it their own. And then to add to that, the second piece, and I will put it in the space of this year in particular with 2020 and all that that represents, right? It also is something that can be done in a home with a family that could have just all been together since March um, or across the globe more so. So you can have your elf, in your case, scout visit, and you can have things feel normal again. You can have it feel like every Christmas that you've had and enjoyed with your family up until now, and it's a part of that fabric of the season. So you don't have to worry about going outside of your house. You don't have to worry about interacting with other people. As long as you have taken a moment to adopt a scout elf and name it and make that tradition your own, that's all you have to do. And then from there, it's about your elf taking on the personality of your family and reporting to Santa and engaging in the process. That is hopefully a very magical Christmas.
0: That's that's perfect. That's um, that's exactly what happens in our house. Except not quite. We we um, well, there's always some mischief going on. There's always a little bit of getting in, getting in trouble for fun and uh, and uh, <laughs> seeing where the honesty yeah. comes in. <laughs>
1: Uh, scout, scout. sounds like one of our our very creative elves.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I, you know, my dad was the kind of guy that I don't remember if I ever even had a present to open on Christmas because he could not wait, and it was always he'd always kind of blame it on the dog or blame it on said that the squirrel got in and opened the present up, and really what it was is he would he would always let me open presents, so I'd get up two or three mornings early, and then the morning before and. I think the longest we ever made it was Christmas Eve night. That's just how he was. He was a big kid like that. Same thing with <laughs> birthday presents, you know, and um, and so now those things happen and they get blamed on the elf a little bit. So the elf kind of becomes a little bit of a pal that uh, that helps get the presents opened early. And so so it's always fun. And and you know, I, not to focus too much on what I do. It's just it is a very personal thing. And um and and you know we we love you guys for it. Um. Last and certainly not least, I'm connected with a nonprofit called Boot Campaign. It's very near and dear to me. And I know that's just one of the philanthropic efforts that you all have been a part of. Do you want to talk a little bit about kind of how you all give back?
1: We certainly appreciate the opportunity to talk about how we give back. You know, I think for us, we take very seriously the idea that we work for Santa Claus. And, you know, going way back into that lore, you know, he's St. Nicholas and he's known for his generosity and his kindness. And so, you know, I'd like to say that it's our entire staff that adopts that mindset. And so whether we are, uh, we are active, thankfully, with the boot campaign, Um, that's been a fun, opportunity for us to raise money for them and to donate. Um, But also we do a lot of work with um, must ministries and the path project and really are very involved in providing for basic needs, Um, food, clothing, shelter, uh, as well as anything that involves our military, we get excited about. And so the idea that we have the opportunity to share Uh, in what we've been blessed with, right? And to be generous um, is really important. So our um, employees uh, are able to donate from a fund that the company provides a certain amount towards anything that they want to give towards in their name. Um, And then we also have, uh, you know, the corporate donations, corporate gifting. We have an employee whose sole job is philanthropy uh, and to make sure that we're able to give back you know, we've been really blessed, and so that's an exciting opportunity for us to be a part of you know the spirit of generosity and kindness. And then, of course, Krista and myself and my mom are all uh, very involved in philanthropies in our own right, and volunteer time and, and donate uh, in those ways. And so it's um, it's something we're really passionate about. Um, it's important that we all remember. Uh, the, the true spirit of the season, right? Which is really about uh, generosity and kindness. And so um, we, we love the boot campaign and we're excited to be a part of that and be partners um, with them, um, but really are honored to get the chance to um, give to people who otherwise may not have um, either a happy Christmas and, or just basic needs um, globally and here at home. Um that's just a—it's something we really hold on to and are, are thankful to have that opportunity.
0: And we—and uh, we're all better for it. Uh, we're truly grateful for everything you guys do, to include the philanthropic work. And so, kind of to wrap us up here and to thank you for being on the show, I—I I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. I'm excited—I guess like a kid on the night before Christmas—to have you all on. And um, how can people learn more? Learn more about your product, about what you do, and and be involved.
1: So I'll, I'll run with that one. Um, obviously, you can learn more about the company and what we're doing on lumastella.com. It's L-U-M-I-S-T-E-L-L-A.com. So we're very excited to share more from our corporate perspective, some of the things that we have happening. And that includes a live event in Los Angeles. It's a drive-through experience called the Elf on the Shelf Magical Journey. Um, and then of course, as Shanda mentioned, we are really blessed to be working with Netflix and they have two of our Elf Pet Specials that are currently playing. And you can learn more about it there. We also are sharing some time with HBO Max with our St. Bernard special. And then an Elf story, which is considered our classic animated property, is going to be airing through the Turner broadcast system. So we're re- really excited about that this Christmas. But if you want to know more about our core and beloved, Elf on the Shelf, then you can go to ElfOnTheShelf.com and learn more. There's also a shopping cart in there. Uh, You can shop Santa's World and see if something fits the bill for this season. But as Shanda said, there's also games. We've just launched a new website. So the kids can go in, they can play, they can feel safe. It's really just an extraordinary opportunity to feel a little Christmas spirit this year.
0: Well, thank you so much. i I can tell you, Merry Christmas is going to be a big deal for us this year because it's a chance to think about other things, fun things. Um, Mm -hmm. What you all do is a big part of that. And I can't thank you both, Shanda and Krista, for joining us, talking to us about what it is you do. And now I'm excited for Christmas. I got to get, we got just a little bit of time and we'll be there. So thank you both so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having us. This was such a treat for us and congratulations on all that you guys are doing and Uh, It's exciting to be a part of it. So thanks for thinking of us
0: in a year like the one we've had. It's important to take a moment to just be thankful for the good things in our lives. And for me, this holiday season is just that. I'm happy to share this special episode of proud American with all of you. And I hope the passion and love for Christmas shared by Shanda and Krista help make this season extra special for you too. Please visit foxnewspodcast.com to listen to more proud American stories. I'm Johnny Joey Jones. Thank you for listening. From my family to yours, Merry Christmas and have a happy new year.